Cemetery by the Ramones. Oh man, what a hit. Didn't you say it was a big hit? It was a huge, huge, huge hit. Came one of their biggest charting songs. Uh, I think it was number four on Billboard Modern Rock. It's got a nice, it's got a nice uh, but, chorus to it. Uh, the Wikipedia I don't page. Wanna live my life again. The Wikipedia page notes that it is reviled by the most of the band's hardcore fans. Oh fuck them! It's cited. I don't know where I'm it's sure, cited. I'm sure the hardcore fans hate everything past the first Ramones record. But I also have uh, the scene where Sheena is a punk rock is playing right yeah. before the child before murder. The guy, runs over We're the talking about Pet Cemetery today. This is the New Flesh Podcast. My name is Joe Avella at Joe Avella on Twitter. My name is Brett. Arnold at Brett Redacted on Twitter. Haven't done this in a while. You guys got to rate and review this podcast, guys. Yeah, no one's done that in a while. We're getting, we're getting killed. Th- we're getting creamed. <laughs> we need rates and reviews. I think all 32 of our listeners have rated our, our right, podcast. So, so open, an, open a new iTunes account. Use your work email. And then rate and review our pod. What is yeah. It? Put this on the thing. It's not dirty. It's just your cat's playing with it. Okay. And we're, <laughs> uh, we're plowing through the King adaptations today. We're just, we're, we're just I'm getting a little one. King fatigue, to oh, be yeah. honest with you. We're doing Pet Cemetery. I'm thinking... We'll figure it out. Maybe today. Maybe after uh, after the pod. I want to do at least one dedicated to like the really bad ones. I think we oh, should like do... this one. No, I think <laughs> we should do a episode. Maybe come back. Maybe the last one will go. We'll you and I will choose the worst ones, and then we'll have like our top three worst ones and why we think they're bad. Okay. I mean, I've talked about the ones that I've hated. I thought Cujo was terrible. That could be on there. But you can also like watch some new ones. I should say. Yeah, I have time this week. There's finally. a sweet spot now. His stuff has become very like standard, almost like boilerplate like yeah that. like sell yeah i mean yeah that's bad but like with with um 11 63 now his movies are no longer like horrible they're just like who cares they're just middle of the road boring. there's some ones in the late 90s early 2000s i think he was in transition um i know he switched publishers or like sure and i think around that time he would just was kind of on autopilot the movies there's a few that i remember seeing in the theater of course i saw like, secret window when that came out oh my god that one's really bad you didn't like that one? Oh, hey did you like it I was I was like eleven or twelve. I thought it was pretty cool. Thought it was cool. Yeah, I, I would if I watched it today. I'm sure I would hate it. Johnny Depp. Yeah. No, Jonathan Depp and John Turturro, right? Yeah. I did not care for that movie at all. I also thought. Uh, yeah, well, the, I, the twist is dumb. I've kind of hinted at some of the ones I think are the worst. I'm going to revisit them, and maybe we'll put the we'll put together. How about this? The next episode we'll do. Okay, these are the worst that we've seen, or the worst that we know about. We'll look and see if we can find the, our top three worst ones, and then the next episode we'll finish it by saying like, okay, here's the best ones and why. Okay. Sure. So after this one, next whatever one, you want, it's the worst and the ones that will be the best, and then we'll put a little button on this. Stephen King adaptation. Put a button on it. Trilogy. How many have we done? Episodes. Yeah. This has to be like seven. This is not like the seventh six one. Six or seven, isn't it? <laughs> we did. I the... think this was good. I think this was very fruitful. I think a lot of our listeners are glad that we did the work for them. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, we could. <laughs> I'm sure if you Google that, it would have told you the same shit we were talking about. Like, you need a good director to make a good King movie. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> but know. I don't know. No, maybe it maybe was not. fun to trudge through it. There's anyway, plenty of movies we like to have like terrible directors or like one hit wonder directors. 
terrible director. Shout out to Marcus Nespel. Yo, Nesp, where you at, baby? Where you at? What what's he working on right now? I don't know. Nothing. Hopefully, <laughs> he's terrible. What? What's up with those T-shirts? You made T-shirts? Oh yeah, pretty nice, right? Are they here? Oh, they here? No, you buy them online. They buy them like one at a time. Oh really? Did so, you think that I like printed? I them thought you or? made a bunch, and like I was like, what? Absolutely not. It's same with screen. Screen is so great. that dude bought one. Or did you buy one and give it to him? Uh, Graham bought it, and it didn't uh, fit. He did the wrong size, so he gave it to Manny because Manny is uh, a smaller person. And the dude He's a good model Manny. for that picture. Yeah, good-looking guy. Good-looking dude. <laughs> uh, Nispel is... Oh, the last thing he directed was Exeter? E-X-E-T-E-R? I don't even know how to pronounce that. It's what he did after Conan. I forgot he did Conan. Oh, yeah, he did Conan after doing uh, Friday the 13th Exeter, remake. a group of teenagers accidentally release an evil spirit that starts to possess them one by one. It looks like a straight-to-video release. That's maybe the most generic tagline yeah, I've ever heard. that could be any movie a I've ever seen. A bunch of teenagers seen. do something that makes something bad happen to them, and they got to like try and stop it. Yeah, uh-huh. that sounds... Nispel, keep it up. So we got new flesh T-shirts, uh, screen store. I, th- I sent you the link twice. I have yeah. Okay. I'm bad. So we will tweet or send out the link. Yeah. When we can. I want to. We'll I don't, do even, a little I don't even have one. I would like one. We'll do it. We'll do a contest. Uh, I like. Uh, can you pick the color and stuff? Yeah. Really. Yeah. The, I liked whatever design he took. That like. The gray. The gray, but it was like it has that. I don't know yeah, what you call gray. it. Kind of like what I got yeah. in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I like gray. it. Yeah, it's nice. I like. It. It's really Very comfortable nice. too. Screen's got some good quality shirts. I so should. Do you have your own? Or? I have not gotten one yet. <laughs> We have to. Uh, we have shirts that we don't own, and well, one person. We bought. don't get a free one. That's what I don't like about <laughs> yeah. it. Like, uh, if I if I like print up a bunch of them, we should just like do like fifty or so, and hope that they sell. It'd be funny. Listen, it's like Mr. Peanut Butter with the spaghetti strainer. Listen to what's coming out of my mouth because I don't think you understand. <laughs> There's no bulk orders. You go I on know. there, you press. Like, I think we should do fifty. Bulk They're like twenty five dollars a piece. How much I is that? Say, don't do it through them. Do it through a actual service. And then what? Then I got to mail fucking shirts to people. This this other <laughs> site does that for us. It's better. All right. Well, than we'll doing try it this way. way, and we'll pay for our shirts. Do you want to press this episode on vinyl and then just like? <laughs> Make like the inserts, like fold them and glue them, and the mail mail them people like minor threat. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, you 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 head up that project. Fine. Uh, How's your week? What'd you do? Uh, week I haven't bad. seen you. What have I done? That's my, uh, yesterday was our colleague Mike Noodleman's bachelor party. Oh yeah, how that did that fun. go? It was fun. I only I only uh, caught up for going to uh, grabbing some whiskey drinks, then went to the comedy. You got the whiskey drink. Mm-hmm. drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sang it the whole night. <laughs> 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 we both don't know the words. Yeah, no one does. Not even the band. Ch- what Tub Thumper, Chamba Wamba. You didn't go whiskey drink, good drink to sour drink, good drink to sour drink. I had no problem recalling that, which is kind of scary. <laughs> um, Chamba Wamba, yeah, Tub Thumping by Chamba Wamba. It rained like I'm a familiar. bastard. That really sucked. Last night, where was, was the? Wh- what are you talking about? Oh, uh, so <laughs> Noodleman's bachelor party yeah, last night him in his, New York City. Him and his buddies did a bunch of stuff. I met up with them after they in had typical had Joe fashion. I showed up late uh, <laughs> and uh, grabbed some drinks. Then we went to the comedy you got cellar. No <laughs> yep, that's how we got here. That's how we got to the spot. Yes, thank you. Um, comedy cellar. I'd never been there before. Went to, oh. went to the newer one. The the one. It's not on Fourth. It's like around the corner from oh, the actual okay. one. It was great. I haven't. You know. Who'd you see? Who was there? Uh, Anybody? No. The Jesus. the headliner was Godfrey. Godfrey. Oh, Godfrey. The no. Yeah. God, yeah. The black Godfrey. guy. Yeah. yeah Godfrey. Yeah. What do you think? Is I it said? Godfrey? Or God? I thought it's Godfrey. G O D F R E Y. Killed it. Yeah, he's and great. He, and he, he, he he's was been even, like a New York staple for so and long. And he was even saying like, "I'm just making up stuff right now." And I thought this guy had fucking smoked. But everyone else was great. 
It cool. was really great. Yeah, I Comedy Cellar puts on good shows. Yeah, I mean, it's like one of the stand-up spots. Did you pay and get the drink minimum and all that all that shit? Yeah, $20 ticket, and then we had to get at least two, two drinks. drinks. Not so bad. So I think, I think I dropped uh, 50 bucks there. Nice. Um, I don't. I think I'm going to start seeing some more stand-up. We're going some more uh, Go to the shows I go to, made. Like this, you know, I do the like. I'm just fatigued on going to so much bad comedy for so many. No, years. I I am very particular about the comedy shows I go to mm-hmm. because I've seen too much bad comedy. Also, yeah, it's always brutal. So I have I know the ones that like every week are consistently good and free, like the like showcases that your you know my friends host and whatnot. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I'll start going to some more uh, just better quality shows. I think I'll, I'll put down some more money. I think just for a while I was like, why would I pay for a comedy show? There's ones every night I can go to for free. Exactly. That's how I feel. And then I was like, oh, well, all these aren't. If you go good. to the bad ones, yeah. But like I have, there's one. Uh, it's called Sucker Punch. Yeah. Nice plug for Sucker Punch. It's a uh, damn. I can't remember the name of the bar. Lucky Jacks. It's Lucky Jacks. Mm-hmm. Um, one? Great show. It's only it's sporadically. It's whenever they can get a good lineup and do it. Yeah. But every time it kills. I've taken people every time and they are blown away. Okay. So yeah, I'll go. Definitely yeah. go to that one. Um, I want to go. Yeah. When the the cellar. I want to go to the original cellar now. And what's the other ones around here? Zanies. I mean, that's like Chicago. There's Zanies. Like Zanies. No. What's the New York City stand-up clubs that are like the clubs that go? Well, the, the Comedy like, Cellar and the then the legend, Comedy. Um, the legendary ones that like people <sighs> will drop in at. Is there a comedy store? Sto- no, here? that's L.A. Um, it's the Stand. There's the Stand. Mm-hmm. There's, I don't know. I really do do the cheap ones. UCB's here. Yeah, I want to. I want to go to a couple more like the <laughs> stand-up institution ones, like the ones that are like famously were the ones where Mark yeah. Maron and 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 Louis and and Rock and. Uh, and it's telling all those guys like yeah, that's cut like the cellar. It's like D one. There's got to the be more. Than There's one, more. Yeah, yeah, the ones I just named. In addition, I want to see Seinfeld. Where's Jerry? Jerry tweeted about making B movie two last night. I think it's gonna happen. That? I don't know. I never saw B movies. Any good? I haven't either. But it's become this weird internet meme. Do you know about it? Yeah, well, just like yeah. Seinfeld, like weird, bizarre Seinfeld fandom. Yeah, which is so funny that like a, a younger generation of I'll say, well, I guess they're considered millennials, but people like in their late teens, early twenties now. They only know Seinfeld in reruns, so I right. think they have like an ironic kind of like fascination with it. But I love yeah. they're also taking it and like reappropriating the, the it. Modern, now. The modern, the modern Seinfeld, Seinfeld. but like things yeah. like off of that. And I think it's interesting yeah. to see people take a show that I mean I was well aware. I, I, I watched it when it was that. on the first time I was right. in high school. Like I watched it like in its actual intent to see people take it and like repurpose it is very interesting. Yeah, I also feel the way about Nirvana. I think okay. people remember Nirvana or like are nostalgic for a Nirvana that didn't actually exist. Tell me more. I mean, I liked Nirvana and they were really big, but, but during Did the, they become like more like once they were, once he was so, dead, it there's was so much deal. more legendary and there's all this like back ended legend into like how brilliant and amazing. I mean, I was around at that time and like, I came like Nirvana was big, but Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Smashing Pumpkins. It was also like the same time where hip hop broke, like a lot of stuff broke. Yeah. And I feel that like, but I see hipsters wearing the Nirvana like smiley face T-shirt with right. like, X-dot eyes, right. and I see like them like referencing it, and it's just interesting that like Nirvana unplugged best album of the all time. The things that I didn't I do think, love it though. It's the things that I didn't think would have stuck about Nirvana did stick. I remember not being that amazed by the sound. I'm like I like their music, but I thought like oh this is a rock band. Yeah. But everyone like talks about it like there was nothing like Nirvana in the one day. Oh no, it it's just like it's like no, grungy, that's absolutely yeah, incorrect. Like REM was a very popular band. I think Pearl Jam had broken through before them. But people want to like invent this story where it was like, you know, hair metal and then one day Nirvana, Nirvana dropped and it was, oh my, yeah. it was like that it, it, it took a while. and I don't remember Revisionist history. Yeah, I don't remember them being like the biggest band. I always felt like Pearl Jam and Pearl Jam's, like, the Pumpkins. Remember when, like, when Melancholy and Infinite Sadness came out? That's all the country cared about for like two years. Did you hear about the reunion tour? 
Maybe what is it? It's just Billy Corgan's trying to get the 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 key crew back together. I so don't he's know trying who, to get Eha, Darcy, yeah. and Jim. Well, Jimmy Chamberlain, the drummer, For next year yeah. will probably do it because he was in the band. Chamberlain, <laughs> I saw Umphreys in Chicago. Yeah, uh, once, and they had Chamberlain play drums on Cherub Rock with them, and it was awesome. Yeah, he's a, an amazing drummer. Yeah, it was sweet. Uh, and him and. Uh, you know, Ehad came in for a couple, like the acoustic tour that they did. Oh yeah. Did you see that stuff where they played? Uh, where they played? Um, um I'm blanking. Soma, I think is the song. I forget. One, no, mayonnaise. It's like the the be- like the best song on Siamese Dream. Uh, and they played like the acoustic version. It was just fucking amazing. And it's just like, can you guys please get? I mean, then again, it's all Billy Corgan. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he has a, a perfectly nice guy. And he's on the cover like Cat magazines and stuff. Yeah. He's a cool guy. Because he's a fucking gazillionaire. And he's like, I don't need this shit anymore. Plus, he <laughs> was in a band. He was in a band and had to deal with 24-7 for probably like a decade, Billy Corgan. Have you ever, like, you read his tweets? Do you li- yeah. listen to his interviews I, now? Yeah. The guy is fucking insane. I can't stand two minutes of listening to him talk on a fucking podcast. Imagine spending 10 years living and, br- and doing everything and like a business and touring with that guy. <laughs> yeah, no. It would be insane. I don't want to think about it. I think it. Darcy, like, she kind of won the lottery. She's, she's a competent bass player. Yeah. She's only one band. That band was a hit. The second they kind of... St- were bad she's like fuck this i'm out i bet she came and play bass like look get somebody else i don't care if darcy's up there damn people want to see jimmy and james hey stop it joe is screaming at his cat they want to see the it's two cat abuse. the two main guys in the pumpkins and preferably jimmy Ch- uh, chamberlain i think i thought i thought I what i read was that, like the siamese dream lineup is that who you were talking yeah. about yeah are you kidding me do you not know what the, what the original Dude, i'm not like a, i'm not a huge pumpkin fan or anything siamese dream's incredible yeah uh, I'm okay. not as well versed in. So that. besides that, this week I just kind of did a lot. Uh, the the album and, and animations are coming together quite nicely. Oh, cool! Very excited. Speaking of like '90s or yeah '90s bands and right. stuff. Your parents are in town. <laughs> <laughs> My parents are in town. I saw Radiohead on Congratulations. Tuesday. Thank you. Very hard ticket to get. Got Always. Them. Always hard uh, to get. You know what? Great set list. Great show. Mm-hmm. Uh, asterisk by it. Because we were in section 229, which is fine, but we were way up high. Okay. And for some reason, there were. I thought. What was it? Madison Square Garden. Okay. I thought I was crazy until I heard other people complaining about it to security and stuff. What happened? It was just like the sound there was really bad. Like, like in you, that were, you were like really high up. We were high up, and, and like it sounded like muddled. It's just like didn't you didn't hear everything? And I thought that I mean, was it's, just it's like a, it's a sports arena. It's not yeah. A, it's not music. But I've venue. seen I've seen some, tons of shows there. Never had a problem because I guess I've I guess I've always been straight on. I was like to the right, uh, but to the left. That's true, and that size like the 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 sound would come out and like yeah. So like we saw the, was where the speakers kind of were. Like a delay almost. I wouldn't say a delay. It just like it didn't sound full. Like it sounded like we were like outside the venue, kind of listening to it. It was kind of it was really shitty. Yeah, because those some speakers weren't pointing at you. Yeah, so the speakers were not pointing at us, and they had nothing over there to help with that. It's like I heard other guys talking to security, being like, "Can you like turn the switch on? Like there must be some speakers not on over here." He's like, "No, we don't know. There's nothing going on." Yeah, I love that so, security would have any idea. Yeah, what's no going fucking idea. Sound. Yeah, so, I'll, 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 I'll radio that one in right now, bud. Yeah, so we stuck with it. You know, we did. We can't really do anything about it. And then like in the encore, we moved. Two hundred percent better. Yeah, just like same section, just lower. Yeah, it was fine. It's not, it was. It sounded they, amazing. Like, they didn't build the that encore, place for sound. Yeah, the encore was like you know like six, seven songs. So we saw quite a bit of it from a good section. And it was mm-hmm. awesome. That was yeah. the best part. But yeah, we watched most like an hour and a half of the show, just kind of like yeah, these are songs I like, but I can't really fully get into it. Sorry, bro. Uh, yeah, but at Radiohead, the set was really good. They played, uh, you know, some rarities they haven't played in like years. Mm-hmm. Let down off OK Computer hadn't played in a decade. They played it. It was cool. You seem bored. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else did I do this week? Oh, I went to another show. 
Ooh, on you Friday. See? It was Todd Turyeah and the Olsons. It's like Swedish disco. Mu- it's 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 like electronic-y, but it's all played live with the band, and it's actually really cool. Mm-hmm. But there's some awful DJ opening, and of course I had to sit through that. But the problem was, is this place called Studio E in like Crown Heights. It was just a random fucking warehouse that they threw 4,000 people in or something. And I've never been so sweaty and disgusting and hot in my life. It was Wait, like, what, what, what it was was like 200 degrees. Uh, Studio E, it was called, on like Atlantic and Franklin or something. It was, like, it was just like deep in Crown Heights. No one, it seemed like a very, like, they just decided to throw a show here. Like, they don't, yeah. it's not really a venue. Exactly. Uh, an uh, they sold venue. $5 bottles of water hazard. to people who were dying of thirst. Like, it was like so hot in there. It was like a problem. Jeez. Like, everyone I know who was there, I, we saw them in the back just huddling on the wall where it was kind of cool. Fucking So, yeah, that sucked. But mostly I worked for uh, I was doing Democratic Convention bullshit all week. So, I didn't do anything, didn't watch anything. Sorry, bro. I watched a couple things and, uh, We'll get to that before we do Pet Cemetery, and even before all that, we'll do bits and pieces. You I got, got some bits. I got a couple things some we bits, can talk about. Some so, pieces. Um, uh, bits. Uh, <laughs> pieces. Bits and pieces. Led Zeppelin. Okay. Wow. So. Wow. First thing. Could, could barely tell. First thing popping. Michael Fassbender says Alien Covenant is much scarier than Prometheus. Yes. Hey, Mike. Prometheus wasn't scary. Even a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I would assume so. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm excited about this movie now. After rewatching all the movies and deeming Prometheus good this mm-hmm. time around, I can't wait for this. Prometheus 2, Alien 5. Yeah, I'll see, I'll, I'll see it. It's got Danny McBride in it. Danny no, McBride. Alien 5. It would be Alien 6. This is Alien 6. Oh, Prometheus is Alien 5. Prometheus 2, Alien 5. Alien 1, Aliens. Alien 3. Yeah. Resurrection. 4. Yeah, I don't Pr- count this. Prometheus. Oh. Well, no, I, I'm not counting that as... So this is supposed to be... This is Prometheus. I'm calling it... It used to be called Prometheus 2. Uh-huh. Then they changed it to Alien, fi- Alien 5. Oh, I'm sorry. And now it's Alien Covenant. Gotcha. So I just call it Prometheus 2, Alien 5. Covenant. I don't know anything about it. Is it before or after the Alien movies? I think it's after Prometheus and before Alien. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it'll be, you know... It'll be cool. If, I have faith. If anything, well, hopefully they learned a lesson. I just like, like that Ridley... With, with dis- Prometheus to be like, well, let's, let's back off on the science in. and... Makes something a little more like that. It doesn't feel like a homework. I think they're gonna just yeah work it more into the alien universe. Yes, yeah. which I is mean cool. once once I kind of did a little research and understood what Prometheus is about, I certainly enjoyed it a lot more. But you right. know, I said I said all the time, a movie shouldn't be homework. I mean, it can if it's like a foreign film and it's something that's like really like Joe thinks movies are hard. No, I just I want to see something and enjoy it and not be like, what's happening? What did I miss? Did I miss something? Right. Let me look it up on my phone. That's just me though. Yo. Phantasm Remastered and Phantasm Ravager. Yeah. Flying into cinemas this fall. Nice. I'm sure it'll be like a limited release and like a video D maybe. Don Cors- C- Cascarelli. Cascarelli. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've seen Phantasm since I was a kid. Did you love it? I remember, I remember thinking movie. it was great, but yeah, it was really, really it. fucked up. Yeah. And I would like to see it restored on the big screen. So what, what do you know about this? Phantasm Ravager. I just know it's the next installment in, in the series. People are really psyched about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's supposed to be the last one, I think. They're going to put a put a button on it, so as when you they say. Put, when they release this Phantasm, the remastered, it's going to be called Phantasm Remastered. Oh, really? I think kind of... Like uh, Godzilla 2000 or something? I'm assuming they're also going to bill as having um, probably new scenes, remastered stuff. Yeah, I'd see it in theaters. I would love to see this in theaters. I think Isn't it's, the J.J. Abrams is restoring it and something? Probably, yeah. yeah. I think it's smart to put remastered in there. Just because 
so people know this is like a special screening as yeah. opposed to not just re-releasing it because they have a new one coming out. Um, October 7th, yeah, and, and uh, in theaters and, and digital HD will be uh, Phantasm Ravager. Cool. Remastered. I'm excited. We should do a Phantasm. September 24th. Oh, it's coming that up. That should be our next series. We should just do Phantasm. There's a bunch of them, aren't there? Yes, there is. Um, something, I'm sorry, I'm going on a uh, internet loophole, or rabbit hole here. Art House Theater Day, September 24th, 54 days into, okay, uh, is this in New York or is this anywhere? Oh, I guess on September 24th, there will be a nationwide Art House Theater Day. where anything That sounds that, terrible. That considers itself an art house will be having some sort of, it was like record store day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do. All right. Well, that will probably that will be where Phantasm Remastered will first start screening. It'll be here. I think it'd be a good idea to do that series. I would love to. Yeah, that's great. We could have Keon on. He loves. I don't even think I've seen. I've only seen the first one, and that was forever. I think I've only seen the first one. I feel like those movies just passed me. I never knew anyone who was really hyped about them. I never knew anyone really talking about them, but. I think I like them. They people always. I have, think the second one came like ten years after the first one. People have a fondness for them, which leads me to believe they're probably at least enjoyable. Yeah, I think Coscarelli. Coscarelli's alive, right? He's doing. Uh, I don't know. I think he wrote this new one. Coscarelli's still alive, buddy. Holla at your boy. Yeah, he's alive. He's like sixty. Yo, dog. So I asked you when you came in here, quite quite sheepishly, if you'd seen the trailer for the film Split. Yeah, I haven't. And you don't even know what it is. No. Yo, dog. I got some great news. What is it? Split is starring James McAvoy, written and directed by Mr. M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, it's his next one. yeah. His next, I heard another, people saying it looks really cool. Uh, well, it's his next Blumhouse film. So it didn't Blumhouse cost produced, much, and it'll probably make a lot of it money. It looks very cheap. I'm not, no, no, it doesn't look like cheap quality. But like it looks it, like... Didn't cost a lot. So the premise is these uh, two women are – well, at least the trailer starts out that they're grocery shopping. And once they get in the car – maybe it's three women. Uh, James McAvoy, who they don't know, gets in the car and, like, kidnap, kidnaps them. They wake up. They're in, like, some basement thing. And James McAvoy comes in and is, like, talking to them. because They're like, holy shit, there's the guy. Yeah. And they realize very quickly that he has a split personality. And, split. And as the trailer goes on, it turns out this guy, McAvoy's playing, has – Possibly dozens of personalities. Some are good and want to help them escape. So Some he are evil. kidnapped them. One part of one him part did. of them. So they're basically being that's a cool held premise. captive by a guy with multiple personalities, and it's also kind of hinting at there's one or ones of his personality that even his other personalities are scared of, and they're like, "You need to get out of here before this, this guy shows up." This sounds awesome. Hmm. Well, it does sound awesome. That's a can, cool premise. I but say, M. Night Shyamalan all of his, fucks uh, The premise up. for almost all of his movies sound awesome. Yeah, The Visit was terrible. I hated The Visit. But that sounds like a really good idea for a movie, right? Yeah, and this sounds like me, really myself, scary. and Irene, but horror or something. Doesn't this also kind of sound like the fake movie that uh, Charlie Kaufman's brother was making in Adaptation? Yes. The Three or whatever? Yeah, right, oh, right. No. This twist is the cop and the woman that's kidnapped and the person that kidnapped him is all the same it's person. Yeah. Isn't that fucked up? It's like, I don't even know how that works. I think Shyamalan took photography. watched that and, and, and just made a movie about it. It must be good, but if you look at the trailer, it seems like they're in like this like basement dwelling, this like spot, this like never ending corridor of like chambers that he has them in. Wow. Um so I'll I'll definitely see it. Um if yeah, not I'll anything to continue hating M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, he's just a letdown man. I think we talked about the after the visit, I'm sure. But like It seems like at the very least James McAvoy is gonna put on a clinic of acting because in this trailer alone he plays like nine different characters. Yeah, that's fun. So I like that. He's a great actor. So okay, it's out. I'm interested to see what happens. It comes out. Hang on, January. one second. Does it? Yeah. 
Where do you see that? I just... Yes, it's 2017. Yeah, it's January, I think. Mm, that, isn't that where they dump movies? That is where they dump them, but it's also where they... We've had this conversation before. They also put, like, the, the jingoistic America movies in that slot, like the American Sniper and, like, the oh, yeah, yeah. the Lone Survivor. Isn't it more because... But they also that's like they a, put horror there, too, because a they need, of, it's, a, it's a lull. And yeah, and a lot of, good. yeah, like like the blockbusters never come out then. So yeah, they've been doing game. a lot of yeah. horror lately in that slot. You know what? I'll take it. Okay. Uh, last thing I'll say, I'm looking at modernhorrors.com. The August streaming on, of horror on Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Hulu. I'll just go over this real quick. What is? Oh. Uh, Sleepy Hollow's coming on Netflix. Okay. Did, did you watch this movie, Road Games? I don't even know what it is. Neither do I. It's a horror movie, apparently, and it has Barbara Crampton. It's on Netflix. I'll check Keon it out. said it was cool. Uh, Amazon Prime's getting Blue Ruin and Cloverfield and Clockwork Orange. Oh. Uh, uh, and Tales from the Dark Blue Side. Blue Ruin is the shit. Yeah. Hulu Plus is getting uh, The Gift. I liked it. Yeah. Positive I thought review. The Gift was great. Um, I know this is not that exciting. Sounds of the Lambs. Yeah, Hulu Plus is getting some good stuff. Hulu's, uh, Hulu's uh, really going hard with the... Uh, with the stuff, with the content. They're making a lot of stuff. I think they see a hole where uh, with Netflix and they're going after it because yeah. Hulu's come out with some pretty good shows. Yeah. Good uh, good on you, Hulu. All right. So that's that's uh, the bits and pieces that I found. I'm sure there's more. Yeah. Sorry if we're low. I don't think we actually got to this last week, but I, I pulled what? up the, the the script. Did we talk about it? The Halloween script went online. For the one that never, never yeah, I happened. I never read it. Did you read it? I read, I read the guy's like review of it on Bloody Disgusting or whatever. What do you think? It sounds, it sounds so dumb. Now, are they just rebooting Halloween again? Or are they just making another Halloween movie? I think they're are rebooting we doing, it Are again. we doing the whole... This I think they're Michael's rebooting it again, but we don't quite know. Are we bringing in Loomis and shit? I know Tyler Perry has a Medea movie coming out that's about Halloween, and they used the post Halloween poster to rip it off. You should look it up. It's funny. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, hello. Yeah, fuck I those I don't think movies. I've seen any of those movies. Have Me neither. No. I'm curious, though. You're We're white curious? people. They're not for us. Well, but aren't you curious? Because, like, especially that that first Medea movie made, like, all the money in the world. Yeah, my parents saw it. I think they liked it. Medea Halloween. Let's look at look that. Look at the poster. It's, it's, it's funny. See? <laughs> That's funny. Well, it's the same poster, except the hand's black and the pumpkin's wearing... Uh, and it says, Hellerween. Oh, Hellerween. Because that's, her, that's her expression, apparently. Hey, you're kind of like... Uh, I know. Shorting I know. Out. I'm trying to yeah. just hold it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, the What Do You Watch would go really quick. I watched... Uh, oh, wait. The what did you watch? Um, you know what I tried watching? Uh, Netflix has Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Remember that movie? Kevin Costner? Yes, I do. I think we talked about a couple episodes ago. This, this huge blockbuster movie that I don't remember anything about. Finally watched it for the guy for the first time since like the early 90s. The movie is terrible. Yeah. Like watching. Who directed I mean. that? Isn't it a? Um, I don't know. It's Let me a, look it's it a, up. That's a comedy. No, it is not. That's that's Men in Tights. Oh, this is the you're Kevin talking one. Prince of Thieves, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I like the Men in Tights. Morgan yeah, Morgan, Men in Tights is fine. It's, it's funny. This was directed by Kevin Reynolds. Oh. And he. I looked it up. He hasn't really directed a lot before or since. I think he was put in place He for did Costner. Waterworld, dog. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. And that's the last we heard of him. Tristan and Isolde. No, the Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, dude, he did 187. Remember that movie? No. Sam Jackson, inner city teacher. I didn't see it. Gets in like a gang war. So, Robin Hood, what? Prince of Thieves. You've never seen Every choice in the movie... Never mind, like, the story doesn't make sense. You don't understand what the characters are doing anything. But the look of it is, like, false. Everyone's accent is doesn't 
It's not like, oh, they're all speaking Old English. Like, everyone's just speaking a whatever accent they feel like, including Kevin Costner. His accent makes no sense. It's not, it is not an English accent. It's not a accent. I remember people, like, making fun of it before, and I thought, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Now that I'm older, and, like, go back and uh, listen to it, it makes no sense. Christian Slater is, like, a teenager from the, from the late 80s. He's like, oh, shut up, dude. Like, I mean, it, it, it boggles the mind, all the things that are in it. And the story doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't back. remember this movie very much. And while he was... Go- First of all, I don't know where what, he went. Is it, it's not modern times or anything, is it? No, it takes place in whatever, the fucking 12th century or whatever. Yeah, you know, it's all right. In England or whatever. N- Nottingham and Sherwood Does Forest. Does he steal from the rich and give to the poor? Yeah, I guess at some point, but he's... I don't know. <laughs> that's not what it's... That's I not the, that's not the through line? Like, this is bleak and sad and... I don't... Everyone's so dumb... And I remember like watching the movie a lot as a kid and being like, yeah, this is great. Like, well, I liked Hook toys. when I was a kid, too. Have you, have you watched Hook no, recently? No, I haven't. Bad? It's so bad. Yeah, I bet. Ron Howard, right? I think so, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And why did this call Peter Pan? Why did they call it Hook? Because uh, who was Hook? Was it, was Dustin it Rob? Oh, yeah, Dustin But Robin Hoffman. Williams was Peter Pan. And it's about the Robin Williams, char- the, the, the Peter Pan character. It wasn't like we were following around Captain Hook that much. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird. You know, there's a, a weird, weird thing call. in there where they. Julia really, Roberts plays a Tinkerbell. Yeah, and there's a screen grab in there. Apparently, for whatever reason, Glenn Close was on set for a day, and they painted her or they make up her up to look like an old man, and she's in some of the pirate scenes. Just at background. Glenn Close. Glenn Close. Who yeah. later would play the man Albert Nobbs in the movie Albert Nobbs? What the fuck is Albert Nobbs? Look, Google Albert Nobbs and look oh, at it, and, and then up. know that it, that's Glenn Close. Albert Nobbs. Two B's. That's Glenn oh, Close. Oh, weird. Why did she do that? <laughs> I don't know. She may have gotten an Oscar nom for it. Or, really? Nah, it's one of those movies. When did it come out? Uh, last two, three years ago? Four years ago? Okay, I'm going to pull up the Glenn Close hook. It, yeah, like this. Like, Look at look at her and uh, there she is. <laughs> and like, with a beard. She's just like in the background like, the like making faces like, ooh. Oh, wait, is she the one that gets the... I think she's the one that gets the boo box. Remember that? No. They put... I forget exactly what... The, this person did but like oh we caught you you did it you get the boo box where they put this her or him in like a big like chest you know like a sure. like, like a like a trunk or whatever like a boo box and like throws it like locks them in there and there's a little like opening in it and they like 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 one inch by one inch little door on it and they open it and they just throw scorpions in it nice that's the boo box because like boo boo and there's a yelling and screaming at this isn't hook yeah i never seen it yeah there's there's things in that movie where like that is really startling <laughs> to see as a kid rufio remember, remember which was the superman with um uh richard pryor two three yeah remember at the end because they're building like some sort of like supercomputer out in the middle of nowhere and it was the uh the main mean guy richard pryor's like a sidekick and it's like kind of like this brutish german woman and yeah. she gets sucked into the the, the the computer like turns her into a robot and you see like like it's just like this weird like stop motion of like things like attaching to her face as she's like screaming and then she comes out like a, like a, like a uh, like a cyborg almost like a, like a 3 CPO. It sounds like you were the sequ- haunted by yeah, this. Yeah, the sequence is so disturbing. I think I think it's actually 2 seconds long but as a kid so we had it on tape so we watched it all the time because I don't know what my fucking problem is. I would just <laughs> see it all the time and be like, "Oh god, I hate this part." I think I've seen Superman three a thousand times. Yeah, four is the weird one with the, like the guy who's powered by the sun, right? I, I barely remember with any the of those. Nuclear, I remember like nuclear powered or something. Isn't the second one that has no the first one that has like the Donner cut, right? Like yeah, the first one Donner did right, and it was no, it was successful. It was like a Lex Luthor one, like a regular Superman movie. It was a hit. The second one Donner was originally brought in, right? And they and the they one. and they uh, fired him in the middle of it. 
because and there was the three like Zod and the other two people from outer space like the black uh, they were the black jumpsuits and yeah were like three like evil supermen and Donner got fired in the middle of it and then there is a cut though that exists called the Donner cut yeah and you can see it and it's like even like cut with like the dailies like portions of it are, are even like not oh, wow. treated um if I can recall correctly the Donner cut has um like sequences where like Lois and uh, Clark are like on like their honeymoon or whatever. Like there's a whole like he put like a whole story line in there about like their relationship that the studio wasn't like, there. Get rid of take it out. <laughs> I think doesn't doesn't the second doesn't the the theatrical of the second one like like has like really dumb comedic moments and like almost like slapstick jokes in it. There's a whole long history of it. There's so many different cuts of it. I, I don't know. Obviously, I could have prepared for it, but I decided not to. Um, geez, I feel like I watched something else on Netflix. Well, you didn't watch anything. Uh, I watched most of BoJack season yes, three. Yes, yes, yes. BoJack's it's excellent. Absolutely terrific. And until Rick and Morty comes back, it's the best uh, comedy on television. Yeah, on TV, it's the best. It's it's fucking amazing. Like, yeah. But the first season, I was like, that's fine. But yeah. It's, it's gotten progressively it gets so better. good. I know. And it's like the episode that's just like so profoundly sad that they had to feature that subplot with like the rabbits having their very happy subplot. I just thought it was hysterical. Refresh my memory. What was it? It was the one where they're trying to, Bojack's trying to get the, the movie and they're, and, the, and they're trying to, while simultaneously this like bunny rabbit agent that we've never met is oh, trying yeah, to get yeah, yeah, their yeah, client yeah. the movie. working out for us. Exactly. So the whole plot is like for Bojack and the main yeah. characters, it's so depressing and sad. And that's also where him and Mrs. Uh, Pin, um, Princess, uh, Princess Caroline. They break up, right? Right. At the end, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just like really dark and then like, but it also has that through line happy. Like a baby, like oh my god, it's gonna be yeah. the best day. The best, it's like, the best everything's coming right. up us. Yeah, yeah. it was it was, really, it was really funny. It was just really clever. Like, it's it was, all clever. The 2007 episode, I was dying. It was so good, dying laughing. Yeah. I think the underwater episode. I think uh, Mr. Amazing. Peanut Butter like is the funniest character. Well, I just I can't even it's see him as a. I see PFT whenever he talks. It's just so, so good. It's like, so like his, funny. Like how they've seamlessly blended him as that type of. Hollywood personality is like super excited, but also like wistfully clueless. Yeah, and like the everybody, spaghetti strainers. Yeah. But at the same time, that that is perfect for the personality of a dog. Right. How dogs just like the personality, like you think like, oh, they're so optimistic and happy, and like yeah. and like have short attention spans. It's like it's blending, perfect. The tongue hanging that, out. Yeah, blending <laughs> that. And his ears always perk up when he's like excited about something. It's, yeah. just, it's so fucking. It good. kills me. Just like he's the little so every transition in that show kills me because yeah. like there's like an animal outside doing something or like when they have the mirror it's billboard so and the bird runs into it. Yeah, like, it's so tight. Kills it's, me. It's, the jokes, the, the details are so tight. I like it because like it, it's also paying off just to be watching it. No, it's like, amazing. It's getting better and better, which I love. Love yeah. BoJack. Shout That's out really Jack. Oh, I watched. I'm gonna watch. More this week, I hope. I want to catch up on the night of, which is amazing. Yes, I watched the first episode. It's very good. I'm very, very behind. Very good. I'm gonna do that today if oh, I yeah, can. Yeah, that is really good. I forgot about how much I like that. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff on TV that I have to catch up on. Are I you feel a, like I'm missing more too. Are you a Ballers fan? Uh, no, I watched half of an episode. And I couldn't. Okay. Get I think it. I I think uh, the night of is great, and I feel like the night of is gonna be a great series because. It's uh. It's like the it, nothing's reminded me of the wire more than this. You know what? Ever. More than that, it's True Detective 2.0. Yeah, it's like the better because version. it's clearly going to be a, a contained show. Yeah, it's and eight then episodes next and season will be another if mystery. they do it right. They will. They definitely will. The you things think they so? have, everyone's talking about it. But True True Detective, they fucked up because the rest on the shoulders of that dude. I forget his name. Pub has a lot of yeah, yeah, and he he'd been wor- he'd been working on the potential concept of what would become True Detective right. for like decades. It was just like his pet project. They eventually brought. 
to to the, to HBO, and that's why season two was so bad because they had a year to do the second season. It was just like he even said in interviews, he's like, "Yeah, I, I burned through all everything I was building up for in that one once in the first season." Yeah. And, well, and HBO was like, "What can we do? Like this guy, it's it's his show. That's what we signed the deal for." I feel like the night of is probably it's based on a BBC thing, I think. Yeah, but I feel like they have it locked in, so the next season they'll just pick the best next story. They probably don't, have to, or maybe the producers are gonna rifle through the talent as opposed to having. I mean, just don't, some guy yeah, shitting I don't think out a some, plot. Yeah, some right. guy who's like, Ooh, I gotta come up with another huge hit. Sure. So I think the night of is gonna go the distance. Cool. I'm very, yeah, very I'm. I've only seen the first episode, and I've told a million people to watch it, and everyone I've told to watch it is more caught up than me, and they're trying to talk about it. And I, I just can't. think like, yeah, I'm about to watch. There's two. There's yeah. two more that I have to watch, and there's a new one tonight. So oh, is there? I'm gonna try and do all of them. That's my goal for the day. Okay. Very ambitious. Um, what else did yeah, you watch? I, I tried watching that Vice Principal show. Thumbs down. I watched the first Thumbs one. Down. I thought it was fine. No. It's very much, no, no, it's no, very no, much no, no, just no, like, no, no. how did HBO just let him be Kenny Powers again? If we're learning anything, I, I, what's his name? Uh, Walt Goggins? No, no, no. What's, what's the main character? Not, Danny McBride? Yeah, Danny McBride is quickly becoming the American Ricky Gervais. He is milking sure. one character. It's one character. And it's like... I can't deny that. And just, but I think the dynamic between him and Walt Goggins is enough to keep me watching. But like the first episode was very much like, yeah, I laughed a few times, but he's, he's Kenny Powers again. I'm not going to watch it. He's Kenny Powers. I'm not going to watch it. But he's, Kenny Powers worked in, God, in that God, the story. last season of that show was so amazing. I know. But, but the Kenny oh. Powers, that whole thing worked. Now, what you said, like, oh, he's trying to do Kenny Powers again. But, in, but so far, in this vice principal life that they set up I'm yeah. like I don't I don't I don't buy it or I'm just not that into it I don't care I'll, I'll keep watching it but it's lower on my priority list than some other stuff also last night I watched a couple of episodes of uh, Bob Ross the uh, the uh, beauty is everywhere they the, is know? that the just the painting show yeah do you know one? he only did it for a year really yeah that's, that's mind-blowing according to uh, the Wikipedia he only did well maybe he did more than a year that's bullshit yeah, that can't be right Bob Ross. He did something for you. I think that I, I think you're was. you're there might be like multiple programs and that was one that he did yeah, for that a was year. Yeah, scratch that uh, Joe is full of shit. I watched a couple episodes just Fact yesterday check. killing time, and it's fucking amazing. It's so good. I know it's not a horror or anything related, but Joe I recommend. loves Bob Dude, Ross. Dude, it's like so relaxing. His yeah. voice is watching Joe him. doesn't smoke weed, but he does watch Bob Ross. I get high on Bob Ross. <laughs> All right, so that's what I watched. Uh, I'm going to play the uh, trailer for Pet Cemetery here, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about it. What is this place? I brought you here to bury Alan's cat. Daddy, is Church all right? Why, Judge? I have no reasons. I dreamed he got hit by a car and you and Mr. Crandall buried him in the pet cemetery. What did we do tonight, Judge? What we did, Lois, was a secret. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Has anyone ever buried a person up there? May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. You're thinking thoughts best not thought of. Pet Cemetery. When did this come out? Um, 89. 89. April 89. What was popping for uh friend about that time? For, what was uh, popping? Stephen King. Uh for Stephen King, he had I mean all the good the good ones were early, I feel like, like the Carries mm-hmm. and the the Shinings were all early. The late 80s. And he did Max Overdrive in 86. Yeah. Stand By Me, though, also came out in 86. Lawnmower Man. Short story. Oh, not, that's not The Lawnmower Man. Um, Lawnmower Man. The Running Man came out in 87. I love that movie, but I think that, I think it was a blockbuster, but it is nothing like the book. It, is like, I mean, it couldn't be further from the book. I mean, Apt Pupil was... That's the novel, though. That wasn't the, I think they did. Oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe, the, the movie was I don't late know why 90s. that's on his IMDb. Yeah, it's really um, weird. Maybe it's just sort of producing it then. 
Um, yeah. So anyway, Tales from the Dark I mean, Side. Cre- yeah, Creepshow 2 had just come out. Oh, this a is the year before, before it came out. Yeah. Interesting. I don't think Misery Wait, was out yet. I don't think I knew that The Running Man was uh, Stephen King. Oh, yeah, a Richard Bachman book. A very good book, I should say. Richard Bachman book. Yes. That's his, uh, yes, that's his sci-fi alter right, 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 right. Uh, very good. I, I, I cool. think... Most of his Bachman books, I love. Like, like I almost love them more than his his King work. I'm gonna go ahead and say right off the bat what that I got? think Pet Cemetery mm-hmm. is a great premise, and I'm sure the book is cool. Yeah, I thought the movie was pretty goddamn shitty. I like this movie a lot. I th- was just shot. Well, it's it's the first movie that King adapted himself. The screenplay, yeah. And it's funny. It comes like what three years after. Uh, directing his first movie that was a train wreck. Yeah, I think he was sober at this point, too. Sure. This movie makes up its own rules as it goes along, which I didn't like. It The idea of it's amazing, like the idea of like a resur- like a, a burial ground where it's that resurrects thing. Yes, 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 Great yes. premise. Yeah. The movie doesn't know what to do premise. It's one of those It's one of those King adaptations where I was watching it, and as I was watching it, I kept saying to myself, oh, this is what it's about? What like, do you mean? Like... Okay, so like there's just like a there's just they just live by all these trucks that keep coming by and and like the plot of this movie involves heavily the fact that trucks roll by their neighborhood and yeah, kill really, their cat. They really uh they really emphasized What are you reading? Bad news? Yeah. Oh Jesus. Okay, we'll figure it out. Really? Um yeah, no, not not that bad. So okay. Um You just looked very distracted. Yeah, sorry. Um yeah, they, they there was definitely elements of this movie that um they kind of like hammer home early on, like, "Hey, this is a busy road we live on now. By this farm, and trucks are constantly going by. It's Be comical careful. to me. It's, I was, like, okay, I was laughing this whole movie. And they keep like cutting the shots of like it's the same truck every time. They keep cutting in like Which these like when they're outside talk, like these jarring like trucks quickly going by. Yeah, it's very silly. Like, what in this movie worked for you? I don't understand why. I think it's there's just, a lot of I people who've the, written uh, very positive a reviews. Very uh, straightforward, like horror premise. I mean, it certainly has like its flaws of like it's goofy and it's telling the story, but I thought like... It's a great horror and has, premise. And, and, and you know, it has a, a downer ending, but I think like it pretty much locks into the... You know, the dad becomes quickly obsessed with oh, trying... The, the acting, though. The letting... Can the, you agree that the acting is atrocious in this movie? Yeah, I don't know where they got that guy. Yeah, he's awful. Yeah. He's so bad. Yeah, he's fine. But I think I think the story... This, the best actor is the two-year-old. So can I say like a, a morality play in the sense of... Yeah. He shouldn't have done it to begin with, and he didn't. He, he paid the consequences. Yeah, so... It, everyone around him did as well. It was very basic in that sense. Yeah. It was a very basic premise. I thought, I thought it was... I still think it's cool, like... Uh, I guess we should talk about what it's about because we haven't. Mm-hmm. But the plot of this movie, basically a family moves from Chicago to like what? Maine? I think it's Probably, Maine. Probably, yeah. Um, country house. Country house. The guy across the street, there's an old man, crotchety old man across the street. You should point out they like almost like live like in the woods. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a farm minus farm stuff. Yeah, it's just like in the middle huge, of nowhere. Pl- huge plot of land. Middle of nowhere. There's trucks that drive by every 90 seconds. That they live on has semis barreling down it all the time. Yeah, so the first thing the guy says, because he sees their cat, the, guy, the old man across the street's like, hey, you may want to... Oh, this is another thing I loved about get this movie. Get the cat neutered. Get the cat neutered, because neutered cats don't wander. Is that the idea? Yeah. They'll just stay home? Because they, well, they won't go out looking for a puss. For thing to, yeah, yeah, I know. But Frank like Gwynn, by the, the way. Fact that that, Frankenstein himself. The fact that that was a plot point is so weird to me. Like, yeah, I gotta get this cat fixed so it won't go outside and get hit by a truck. And then, of course, it gets hit by a truck. Right. Um... But I just, as I kept saying before, like, I just can't believe this movie ended up being what it was about. And, like... What did you think it was going to be about? I Like, pets coming to life. Yeah, cat. But, like, yeah, but, like, 
it's such a minor part of it. Like I, cl- like, I like the idea of like, of course, the second I saw the cat guy directed, I'm like, okay, he's gonna some one of these kids is gonna die, and he's gonna have to, like, of course, I, it's just like predictable from the get go to for, to me. You know what's gonna happen, and yeah, that's but you fine. Th- I feel maybe you, you felt that way because this concept, this movie is like kind of old now, deep in our psyche now. Sure, this idea of like the cemetery beyond the the, the place where if you bury something, something comes back. I mean, they parodied this on The Simpsons. Yeah, they parodied it in so many things. Yeah, like, no, yeah. it's definitely like. One of those things that has influenced influenced yeah. a lot of horror and a lot of stuff. But the movie itself, it's inept. It's just inept, is what I would say. It's mm. poorly written. Lewis Creed. The actor, the Gage Creed, the son. Yeah, what well, Gage is a terrible name. Gage is such a weird thing. Um, I just was consistently laughing at this movie. Like, kind of like, huh? My favorite line. It did play like an, an episode. You know, played like a like a, like a short in a creep show movie. That's what, my For problem with it. You're like, I know where this is going, but still was, I found it to be it, incredibly it, entertaining. It should have been, I was pretty, bo- I was, I thought it was really boring. No. I, I thought it was, it's an hour 40, I think. It, is it? it? It feels so much longer. It should have been like 80 minutes. There's a, so lot, of st- there's a lot of like stop and starts because people keep dying. Yeah. And there's like the last 20 minutes, like she's just like, you know, the mom walking through the house takes like 10 minutes for some reason. It takes a while like, to get there. It's very laborious. Um, um, there was, there's, the there's, ghost of the dead guy yeah, the there, whole time is the stupid. Two runners, the two runners in there, the, that is a runner. And then also, did you notice there was that one woman... The woman who um, she was like helping them. Remember, she like came by to drive. She had a stomach problem. Oh, like they're like I called her the, the indentured servant. Yeah, who she was like them. she's like the the maid. Of the yeah, maid. she's like oh, I'm these really bad stomach problems and stuff. So like, she kills herself. Yeah, what was the point of that? That was one thing I thought. What is this? There's you think there was buddy, a subplot? That the was writing out of is it? really bad. Like all of that shit. Yeah, it's just it reeks of like subplots that none of them uh, end. In a yeah. way that is like you're like oh that made sense you think why maybe that happened. Maybe there's more of it in the book. And maybe. Was like, I, maybe. I, 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 I'm gonna condense. This it's down. a mess. But one of my favorite lines like that made me laugh out loud was when they go to Chicago after the the kid dies and he mm-hmm. stays to like do the do the deed. Yeah, do the um, deed. The mom of the of the mom, the mom's mother. The grandma. She goes when he doesn't pick up the phone. You know he's probably out getting a hamburger or a chicken dinner. You know how men are when they're alone. <laughs> it's like what? But the dad kind of looks at like, yeah, that's what I go and do. When <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. With my like that was such a weird thing to me. Yeah. Just the writing is hey, purely. Hey, you've been gone for weeks. Chicken dinner. dinner. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> I just ate a lot of dinners. chicken dinners. And like the ghostly guy. She also directed the director of this. Also directed a Pet Cemetery too. Yes. Eddie Furlong. Furlong. Eddie Furlong. Um, it's just like made up the rules as it went along in terms of like that ghostly guy just kind of being there. Like you first see him on the hospital, you know, in the hospital with, the, with the dad. Yeah. So like you get that and then he just becomes like a, like kind of like the Greek chorus of the movie. Yeah. Just like taking you through it and kind of like, he's like when the mom is get, trying to get back home, like he like, aff- like his presence affects the, the airline person like to find her oh, like, yeah, in the car. Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, and, like, yeah, like hypnotizes yeah, yeah. And then like the, the truck driver that picks her up, he's also a part of that. So it's like, what is this subplot that is also never explained? He, yeah, why did he work hard to get her to come home? I don't know. And then he was also said, when she crashes the car, remember? Yeah. He goes, it's trying to stop you. What's trying to stop you? Yeah. It's like, there's nothing explained. Like, he, he, I don't know. Like, I want to say, like, oh, he doesn't, he trusts his audience so much, he doesn't have to explain. It's like, no, these are just really dumb plots that are never. Yeah, I guess ex- I don't know why he was. Uh, why you he can't was explain like, it. Because he got, he got her, he, he was, his help was instrumental to get her to get home, to get killed. Yeah. To then come back. So maybe the idea was is that he wasn't to, helping. No, he was. He was actually trying to, sure. like, almost like, uh, 
tie up the loose ends almost. There's also just such goofy slapsticky moments that made me laugh. Like when he falls out of bed and hits his head on the <laughs> dresser. Like it's all just so poorly acted. <laughs> like if you told me this was a made for TV movie, I wouldn't have batted an eye. The mm. fact that this was in theaters in 89 and made a fuck ton of money. It did make so much. It's crazy. The budget was 11 million and made 56. Um, I can't, like this movie would not play in theaters nowadays. Like, Why this, not? This type of movie. Like, 57, well, excuse me. I can't believe you watched it again and still think it's good. Like yeah, it, just, I, it was just shocking I mean, it was good to in me. the sense like enjoyed it. I thought it like, the premise is, I thought was solid to be like, I okay, think it's here a we great go. premise. I think it played out. I, I think that it's a, um, I think it's just know, bad pacing. It has, has a, a lot bleak of ending. I don't bleak I'm not, ending. I'm not happy about bad it, but pacing. it's like one of those, just a good solid, yeah, you know, everyone dies at the end. Everything's kind of dragged out really a lot. But like the, the okay, so did we, did we explain what it was about? Yeah, did no, you already did, yeah. Okay. Well, okay, well, uh, yeah, they moved, we just get the part of moving in the house. Moving to a house, behind the house in the woods, is a pet cemetery spelled wrong? For spelled some wrong reason. with an S. <laughs> and then beyond, and then the old guy who lives across the street, Fred Gwynn. Like beyond, a, beyond the pet cemetery, there's a, like another cemetery. Yeah, it's correct. like the, the Indian burial ground sort and of. And if you bury something, there comes back alive. Yeah. But later they find out it's not. Doesn't just come back. It comes back kind of evil. It comes back like mean. Yeah. yeah like the cat is an asshole. So the first thing that happens him. when his parents are, or when the family's gone, and he's home. Their family cat dies, and he doesn't want to upset his daughter because she likes the cat so she much. She fucking loves the cat. She calls to ask about the cat. Yeah, so, he's, so he brings her back. <laughs> it's and brutal. She's back. She's clawing at him. And then before that's And even, its eyes are glowing. Yeah, before that's even resolved. <laughs> the cat stands Winston Churchill. They're having there. a picnic, and the young son, the three-year-old, four-year-old son. Two-year-old, I think. Yeah, he's wanders onto the road with all the trucks. It's clear this kid's going to get murdered by a truck from the moment he's on screen. Yeah, he gets it's hit really by the truck dead. A whole thing. Then they have this uh, uh, kind of labored moment is labored conversation between Fred Gwynn and uh and the guy who plays Lewis I think his name is Dale something and Dale as a grieving father decides that fuck it I'm gonna bury my son and he kind of loses his mind goes, after people tell him not to like the old yeah. man very much is like here's an exact here's right. a story of why you shouldn't do it yeah. and it flashes back to the guy who did it he and doesn't care. became a zombie yeah and then it flashes back to uh the his dog the dog that he resurrected uh, yeah, and it's like all crazy. fucked up that's funny. Cujo style. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I really well, like the idea of this movie. Obviously, he does it, and the kid comes yeah. back evil, and then the kid coming back evil is the best part of the movie. Yeah, it's, it's just really funny. He little baby hands. Yeah, like, it's like the baby yeah. hands with a scalpel. But he can almost like talk. Like, come on, your daddy. He's it's talking. Like, yeah. This kid was in like Charmin commercials and shit. Apparently, yeah, he's uh, My- he, Michael Hughes. I want to say he was on an episode of Full House. Can you confirm this? I think when so. I watched I don't think it, he acts anymore. But when yeah, I watched he was it, Mercury Rising. Go to his thing and see if he's in Full House in like the nineties. Because there's an episode of Full House where a kid gets his head stuck in the stair- staircase banister, and I want to yeah, say House. it's him. He played Aaron. He was in a bunch of episodes. Dude, yeah. Holy shit, he was like in 12 episodes. Yeah, he, he was like a friend. That's amazing that I just called that. He had he his fucking familiar, head stuck yeah. in the banister in, in Full House. You can Google he that. He was in Kindergarten Cop. He's the one yeah, who gets up and says, boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. vagina. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's that kid. He's like a cute little kid. And in this movie, they make him murderous. <laughs> it's hilarious. His uh, parents must yo, have been like, what the fuck? Still acting. Still He also mess? gets like thrown around at the end he a little bit. He was in Tropic Thunder. What? Yeah, as the radio DJ, uncredited. Oh, so barely. Oh, well, he was more in that movie than you were. <laughs> barely. Fuck you. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't, I don't see you fucking uh, land on any parts. <laughs> Tropic Thunder is a very underrated movie. It's fine. I think. What are we talking about? Uh, Pet uh, the kid. From I want to point Cemetery. out that this is not like, oh, it's a great movie, guys. You got to see it. I just think that as far as a, it's very schlocky to me. Okay, well, schlocky is fine. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not like, oh, it's not down to earth. I mean, it is ridiculous, but I think it's peak king because it's ridiculous concept that you lock into right away, and then he just follows it to its its its, its natural. Conclusion. Sure, it's very natural. And in, in this case, it kind of you know ends on a bleak 
ending, but sometimes the stories do do that. It's not, yeah, it's not like a, a masterfully made movie. I just think as far as an adaptation, entertaining I horror think, movie, I like it. I think this movie, uh-huh. with a competent screenwriter and okay. a director, yeah. would have been fantastic. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think the reboot for this could have been. And uh, they actually were supposed to do it a couple of years ago. I don't know what happened to it. But they had a director signed on and stuff. Do you know who it was? Do you remember? No, I don't remember. But that's that's the thing here. Like it really is. We we're we're always trying to ask what makes a good King adaptation, and I I don't I would say this isn't one. You know this one. I think this one focused too much on the schlockiness of his book. Sure. You don't care about the characters. Yeah. And like it's just like we talked about the the subplots that go nowhere. There are so many, and it's just yeah, that is it's really strange. Or whatever they were for is not dialed in. It's not in. I have a feeling there's a longer movie that. Sure. I'm sure. But even then, the dialogue is very, very bad throughout. The yeah. acting is very bad. Yeah. I just couldn't get past that and see like the cool, pr- like the premise is still cool. And I watched the whole movie, but by the last twenty minutes, I was checking my watch. I was like, "Please be over." So I am not. You're gonna pass on, on Pet team. Pe- yeah, I'm not on team Pet Cemetery. I do want to see the sequel because Leonard Malton gave both of them zero stars. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> which is very funny to me. The second one. The second one, Eddie, Eddie Furlong, yeah. Furlong's in it. I don't know. And that was when uh, when a star started to uh, fade a little bit. When when was what was his thing? T two. Oh, that's right. Of course. Yeah. That's like it. Um, he was in this movie called that I like. I'm sure I'm remembering. I, I, oops, sorry. I'm sure I'm remembering it fondly. It was called like Brain Scanner or something. Oh wait, isn't he in Pecker? Yeah. Do you like that American movie? American History X. I liked Pecker a lot. Uh, yeah, I like that. I mean, it's like a John Waters film. It's a John Waters movie. Man, actually, Edward Furlong looked a lot like uh, Ewan McGregor. Jeez Louise. Uh, Detroit Rock City. Remember that? We'll just, we'll just do a quick. Oh yeah. We'll just do a quick. Uh, quick Furlong. Uh, quick Furlong. Uh, a short on Furlong. Yeah, it was short like long. Green Hornet. Never saw it. American History X. Mm, Night of the Demons. Two thousand nine. It's not the one that I'm thinking of. Maybe they remade it. I don't they know. did. They did remake it. Oh, is that any good? No, I haven't seen it. Well, I don't know. I'm sh- I'm assume no. He's in a lot of straight-to-video shit, it looks like. Assault on Wall Street with uh, Nick Cage, straight-to-video. Brain Scan was the movie. Brain Scan. The Mortician, Tequila. He's in a lot of movies. This guy has He's just done... A, he, they're all straight-to-video. Look at this. A teenager and part of an interactive video game where he kills innocent victims. Later, the murders become real. He's in, like, The Crow 5 or 6. I want to see Brain Scan again. I loved this movie when I, when I was a kid. I'd love to watch that. When I was a kid, it came out in 94. Yeah, I was 14. Dude, there's a 2005 Crow that he's in. Yeah, he was the Crow, wasn't he? Oh, God. I hope not. Was he really? Yeah, yeah. He was the Crow. Yeah. That reboot's not happening anymore, right? Um, Oh, what happened with that? Yeah, it fell through a while ago. I mean... Nobody wow, the cast the of The Crow 2005, whatever number this was. Tara Reid, David Boreanaz, Emmanuel Shakri, Danny Trejo. Thing that, like, when What's-His-Face died, that was it. Brandon Lee. They made a second one. No one remembers that it. it was terrible. And now they have this The Crow Wicked Prayer. It's just a property. That, that must be several. That no one's excited about. Nobody knows when they come out. Nobody's seen all of them. It's just don't... No, Tito Ortiz is in it? Isn't that a, isn't that a uh, yeah. Ultimate Fighter? Dude, I don't know. That yeah. makes sense that an Ultimate Fighter would be in a Crow movie, though. So, uh, it, it, don't reboot The Crow. No one's nostalgic about The Crow. And by the way, The Crow's, a, if you watch it now, it's a lot of uh, style over substance. The movie kind of doesn't make a lot of sense. It looks crazy still. It was, what's yeah. his name? What would it go on to do Dark City? Alex it has an amazing look to it, and it's cool. Like It has like hard rock in it, but overall, the movie's just not very good. And also, has this mysterious element to it, because... Brandon Lee died in the middle of it. So they make this movie where like he's just a shadowy figure lurking around because he was fucking dead. Yeah. 
That story's nuts. The crow is good. Listen to the how you uh, you must remember this podcast episode about Brandon and Bre- Brandon Lee and Bruce Lee because they both died mysteriously in very yeah. weird ways. Yeah, Bruce Lee did, died in his sleep, didn't he? Yeah. Um. Listen to that podcast. I don't really remember. Actually. No thanks. It's good. But the guy who sh- shot him was an actor. Yeah, I forget his name. He would later play. He was the guy who played a fun boy in the movie. Yeah, it was like a a piece of uh, like something shrapnel. was in the gun. It was. Yeah. Um, I read the. I they're shooting yeah. blanks, but yeah. like they were cheap blanks. So like the blanks, like pieces of the metal and the blanks, like and broke they didn't out check it there. They were and just to. shot yeah. out like like an actual bullet. So it was like he actually shot him. Yeah, I killed him. So fucked up. Yeah, got killed on yeah. camera. But then we'll never see that. But footage. that guy, like, fuck, he uh, he stopped acting after that and like had like issues. Well, sure, he killed he a guy. Therapy and stuff like that. He's in. You know what movie he's in though? He's mm-hmm. in seven. Hang on. He's in seven. He's in seven. He plays the you know the when fact, the glutton guy. <laughs> no, you know when they. You know Why when they go to, so you know, fucked up today? You know when they go to uh, after they find the the guy with the strap on knife thing. Yeah. They're interrogating two guys, they're interrogating the guy who did it, and he's freaking out. And then the other guy's like the the club the club owner. The guy's like 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 CD and Brad Pitt's like, do you like these things you do? He's like, no, but that's life, isn't it? That's him. That was the guy. Yeah. <laughs> so. He, Fun fact. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so I think Pet Cemetery is worth watching. I think it's not worth watching. I think it's a great premise, and if I they remake got, it, you yeah. should watch the remake because it'll probably be better. I think it's good schlock. I think that. I'm sure it, the book um, is cool. I'm sure the book's great. I think it has uh, the right elements. It's not a great movie, but it's I find it entertaining. Brett disagrees. Okay, why don't you guys see it and then holler back at us? Yeah, let us know what you think. I think people are fond of it, but if you watch it again, I think you might be less fond of it. Okay, well there you go. So I think next week we're gonna do. Let's just do like worst ones. All right. And try and put maybe some ones that you well, haven't. I seen just yet. watched Firestarter. I just watched Cujo. Like I'll watch more. See if you can find some bad ones. You got that pack. You know how to get them now. Yeah, you yeah, watch yeah, a bunch. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, cool. okay. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. This is a new Flesh Podcast. Once again, rate and review this fucking show, please. My name is Joe Avella, at Joe Avella on Twitter. Brett Arnold, at Brett Redacted on Twitter. We'll get our microphones figured We're out. We're going to play Chumba Wumbo to close the show. No way. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going you know, to close it. I get knocked down. I'm going to close it. But it, I get up again. I'm going to close gonna, it. We're going to keep me down. With dead silence.